Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Alright, so we just did this whole scene, and we're going to do it again because it wasn't recording. Damn it. But you know what? I could always hydrate more. In Space Court, we believe that hydration contributes to a richer human experience on planet Earth. This is an invitation to drink water with us. Right now. Bottoms up, bitches. Were you emphasizing your swallow noises that time? Both times, because I thought nice. I was recording both times, but <laughs> I was actually only recording one time. Shame. You know, per the usual, I'd like to think that I always believe that I'm being recorded, so I'm gulping like that even when, yeah, there's no earthlings around, you know? Space cord. Space cord. We invite you to voyage with us, as two bitches share their human experience with the movie, Apocalypto. Okay, I did like an SOS to Julie and said, can you have a call tonight or can we record tonight? Something to this effect. Julie says, yeah, can. And I'm like, it's going to be late. It's like 12.38 right now, midnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, where I am, for the record. (sighs) Julie. Yeah. I watched Apocalypto. (gasps) Oh, fuck. (sighs) You watched Apocalypto? Oh, fuck. (sighs) I need a minute. You have like 55 more seconds. What's wow. happening for you? What is happening for you? Everyone wants wow. to know. Y'all going to have to wait. We would like to introduce a bitch that is genuinely this dramatic when discussing anything about the movie Apocalypto. Julie, a.k.a. Dr. Julie. A.K.A. Judge Julie. In Western astrology, she is identified as Leo Sun, Scorpio Moon, Sagittarius Rising. Wow. 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 This is everything you built it up to be. Mm. This is huge. This is monumental. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm alive. (laughs) I've been waiting, guys. I've been waiting for Rachel to watch Apocalypto. Mm. for like a year i think that's accurate i like to believe that anytime you meet someone from the moment you meet them until they actually watch apocalypto you want them to see apocalypto you know yeah you kind of assume people have seen it 
truth is a lot of people haven't. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, well, before I saw it, I hadn't. So, <laughs> right, right. you know, I mean, the population exists. I used to be one of them. I know yeah. I am. One of the undereducated. I'm so curious about so many things, mostly like, okay, what's happening for you now in this moment? Knowing that you watched Apocalypto. Okay. A couple of things. At first I'm like really excited because mm. I'm like, oh my God, she finally did it. But I do feel like there's a part, there's like a little bit of mystery that's died, Mm. you know? So like a part of me is like in mourning because it's like, damn, like, you know, like when you reach a goal and you're excited that you reach that goal, but then it's like, shit, I need a new goal now, you know? But man, I'm going to enjoy the fruit of this for a minute. This is, this is sweet. I'm so excited to talk about Apocalypto with you finally. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I could cry. I might not, but I might. Mm-hmm. but it's good it feels mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. i'm happy to be alive right now real happy yeah you know that brings us right to the heart of the matter in apocalypto you know yeah you're happy to be alive and you know what emphasis you on heart would you say not only are you happy to be alive but it's like you're happy to like begin again like you had a life mm-hmm. it got destroyed you almost died you got mm-hmm. your baby and your baby mama go yeah. fucking do it again Repopulate the earth while yeah. the Spaniards come. Stick to the forest. Don't go towards the boats. It's an illusion. You know, you're calling. Yeah. Like a new yeah. world is coming. I definitely feel like I'm swimming towards the boats. I don't think I'm going to the forest, but there's a part of me that also feels like I'm going on the boats so that I can go to another forest. <laughs> you know, like. Mm. We would like to introduce a bitch that does not watch movies very often because she does not have a television or Wi-Fi in her house. Rachel. In Western astrology, she's identified as Cancer Sun and Moon. Gemini Rising. Disclaimer. Earthlings, this is um, basically a major spoiler alert because it's just going to be like a Cliff's Notes of Apocalypse. I think that should be the very first thing in this episode because we've been talking about what happens in it the whole time. <laughs> Especially because we started with the boats. Yeah, okay. I think I identified mostly with the bitch that couldn't get pregnant by her husband. Uh, interesting. Just joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I never know with you. <laughs> I never know with you because then you say shit like, "I think I'm swimming towards the boat." <laughs> Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Can't tell. That's uh, a good one. Though. You got me. You truly did. <laughs> that should be one of your stand-up lines. I mean, I'm. I'm a. I think I'm a stander. Like whatever the name would be in my brain, I just made up maybe egotist. But okay. like the standard me is like, oh yeah, I d- totally identify with Jaguar, you know, like oh yeah, 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 yeah. protagonist, okay. you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I identify with either one of the ladies in the one of the Aztec ladies in the market selling mm, shit, mm. or the princess that's up on top of the tower while everyone's getting sacrificed. <laughs> I'm one of those. Sure, I understand. Yeah, there's a part of me that actually thinks I would have really thrived in the bad guy space, but I wouldn't have been the chief. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't have been the like dick, but yeah. I would have been like a top guy. Maybe this it definitely time. would have just been like a creature of my surroundings, like a you know product of my surroundings. Definitely, definitely. But like you know what? I'm here. Let's do yeah. it. You want to sacrifice these people in front of me? Whatever. <laughs> I don't know any better. The eclipse is coming. I don't give a shit. You yeah. Know? So apocalypto. The yeah. movie is smashing. And I mean, honestly, I I really. I wanted to like it so much and I did like it so much, but I was not like, my life has changed. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like. Oh, you think I hyped it up too much? Well, I just think that, I mean, I personally think Braveheart was a greater movie, you know? I mean, there's similar themes, you know what I mean? Like it's all of those movies of that time. I feel like there's Braveheart, there's... Last of the Mohicans, there's Braveheart, Last of the Mohicans, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm sure there's another one that I'm missing. And then there's Apocalypto, you know, and you put them all together and it's kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of similar themes here. So it's so, a little to the hype. That's what you're telling me. I think it's also interesting me watching it in this particular time and space. Like if I would have seen it younger I would have definitely been more impressionable as a 39-year-old who's regarded and held like Last of the Mohicans, Braveheart as those like, whoa, this movie, so good. I think I would have felt similarly, but it's like I've held those in that regard for like 25 years and now you're bringing me Apocalypto and I watch it and I'm like, well, got my loyalties already. Like it was good, you know? Mm. This makes this news a little bit more disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the circular, like, the way that the, the story begins, you know, and the way that mm-hmm. it kills, like, the bad chief. Loved it, mm-hmm. 100%, but also was, like, the circle. The irony, I feel like it's a classic, 80s, 90s. Or wait, was this 2000? This was, it was 2006. Yeah, I just had missed the boat, because I was, like, in college. Mm. This came out in the theater. No, you swam towards the boat. <laughs> but you do swim towards the boat. <laughs> You swim towards the TikTok and you swim towards the phone. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Wait, did you see this in the theaters? You did, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. No. Really? Really, I saw it, like, pretty much when I started telling you about it is when I saw it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That was, like, a year ago. A year ago. Damn. That's why I was talking about it so much. Because I was wow. like, Because I hadn't seen a good movie in so long. Like, a good original oh. movie in so long. So I was like blown away i wonder how you would feel if you had seen it around the same time as braveheart as i'm telling you like i feel like i would probably be really into it and i'd be like whoa and wow you know but because there's just yeah so much time in between i'm kind of like i don't know like the the impression a long time ago i mean all right watch it again and tell me if it's better than a popular (laughs) i love that your homework assignments are like three and a half hours (laughs) yeah Yours are like, listen to your own voice again. <laughs> so yours are way more torture to me than mine are to you, I promise. I'm like, rewatch your favorite movie and you're like, do a thing that you hate. <laughs> so. But I don't really like going back and revisiting old movies, so. I don't like going back and revisiting my voice. <sighs> right, but your voice is only an hour. Maybe. Usually it's like 30 minutes. <sighs> 
Do you have any questions, comments, observations? Do you want me to dive into questions for you? I mean, I saw it pretty fresh, so. Okay. Let's go basics. What was your favorite part? Ooh, interesting. Damn. That's hard. Can you narrow it down at all? (laughs) How would you break up sections of the movie? Damn, I don't know. (laughs) There are so many different sections to break it up into. For having just seen the movie, Apocalypto, so freshly, we are observing that Rachel is really struggling with a couple simple questions from Julie. We notice that our skepticism around anything Rachel says as a movie critic is now increasing. I'm so overwhelmed that my answer has now changed to like three. I want to break it up into three (laughs) sections. Okay. There's the first section which Mm -hmm. is what I like to call before the crisis. And the second part, which is called after the crisis. And then um, the third part, which is run to the forest. Okay. Where's the crisis in all of this? Um, The crisis is in, I think. It doesn't get its own bracket? um, Nope. There's before the crisis, and then the crisis happens as soon as somebody dies and, like, I think like four more fires start. That's when it's like, and now we're after the crisis, you know? Mm. And then mm-hmm. after the crisis is like, there's a lot there. Like I could break each one probably into four segments. I could probably do yeah. a solid 12 and feel good about it. You know, I didn't know it was like produced and directed and written by Mel Gibson. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, Mel Gibson has a lot of really amazing movies. He's got a lot of talent as a director, but like, this is probably, in my opinion, his best. Have you seen? And he did like, yeah, Braveheart was amazing. Passion of the Christ was amazing. He did another one that I can't remember. That was also amazing, but Braveheart just makes me sad. Makes me real sad. Apocalypto is insane because he's like, they barely speak at all you know, in the movie. I mean, there was a decent amount of talking. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I was reading subtitles the whole time, but I know what you mean. Like, there was, it was really gory. I love that. <laughs> I love gory movies. I don't know. It was just I... so good. Did you ever see Green Inferno? Nope. It's about these, like, college activists, American activists that are like, we want to save the rainforest. And like these people are trying to like bulldoze a part of the rainforest and they're like, we're going to stand and chain ourselves to these trees. They can't do it. And then at some point they're like trying to do good, but like the people that live there, like the indigenous people in the rainforest capture them and they're cannibals. I would almost imagine that to have been way more gory than it was. It really wasn't as gory. And that one's by, oh, what's his name? Eli Roth. So he's like really big on gory movies. I want to I say it was Eli Roth. It has similarities to Apocalypto in that way. It's just like indigenous tribes, sacrifices, maybe not necessarily cannibalism, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, with cannibalism, I just have a hard time believing that they would like torture, you know? But I guess, wasn't there something going around? Like Oprah is like capturing children and like making them afraid so she can like have their whatever juju that's emitted when they're oh, fearful so like adrenal adrenal chrome adrenal yeah, yeah 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 
I mean, shit, dude. Like maybe that's what torture's all about. Maybe there is some like energetic. There's some weird fucked up stuff that like is like some things are just hearsay, like that adrenal prone stuff. Like I don't really know if that's true or not. Obviously, but it's like makes you there are weird things that are just like why would you do that? Like there's like baby foreskin and like anti aging creams and stuff like that. I think that kind of shit's been since like the beginning of time. Yeah, like I think Egyptians had that kind of shit, you know, like oils. Maybe oils were like fucking people's skin, (laughs) like pressed, you know, and like fermented. Is that true? Wow, you heard it here first. (laughs) You're just making shit up. It's not. It's not history when you just make shit up on spaceport regions. (laughs) That's not how that works at all. Guess what? Welcome to spaceport. (laughs) (sighs) Overruled. We're not doing that. <laughs> shum, shum. You just make up history. You know I love it. I know you do. You know. All right. I think that you should give a like 33 second synopsis of Apocalypto and then I'll do the same thing. Go. Okay. So there's these guys in a village. They go hunting together as men do. And you know, they're joking around and everything. And then they meet this dude and the dude's like, bad things are coming. And they're like, you're crazy. And then he just keeps walking. He's asking for help. They're like, nah. So then these people come and they like, just totally pillage the village. And they like. I rhymed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my time, that time away from me. Yeah, totally desecrate the thing. They rape all the women. They like kill a bunch of people, throw them in a body pit. They burn all the houses. They leave the children alone, which is nice. And take all the men and, and the women that they haven't killed into um, enslavement. And they walk them through the jungle for like, I don't know, a couple of days. Everybody's like fucked up and dying and it's really messed up. And then they like walk them through like this Aztec market. And then they like walk them up to this like tower. And then they start sacrificing these people. And they just like rip their fucking hearts out and throw them down the hill. And then it's about to get to like the main character's turn. And then an eclipse hits total solar eclipse and so they're like okay obviously the gods are pleased we can stop so then the remaining people that are about to get sacrificed they let them go but they play like a game with them where they're gonna like you know shoot them with arrows and if they get away they get away so then the dude ends up running and he gets away but then they're like running after him because they're fucking pissed but he got away and some other stuff that i forgot and he's just like running basically for like i don't know two thousand hours oh i forgot the part where his wife and baby are trapped in like a well or some shit it's raining and then they're about to die maybe i don't know and then he comes back and he's like where the fuck are you and they're like we're here and then he gets them out and then uh, then i think there's a couple like huge parts that you left out like yeah it's been a year take it away um the wife and the kid that were trapped down in the well the wife was pregnant and she went into labor as soon as it started pouring rain and like it started going up into like her belly and her like shoulders and like just mm-hmm. her head was above the water. She even yeah. had to even like walk through the water barefoot and find a rock to step on so that she could be a head above water. Mm-hmm. I also thought during this scene, like, can they really not swim? Like people that like can't swim, they also can't float. Is that the story? Like what's the deal with people that can't mm-hmm. swim, you know? Maybe it's something with like treading water for hours and hours and being pregnant. Well, and having oh, just given birth, she gave birth, right? She like, well, and yeah. she was like, pushing, standing up, like it was a miracle scene. So, 
That was a pretty insane scene. I actually can't believe I forgot about that. That movie is so full of insane scenes that it's like it's true. Easy to forget after insane scene. I really the whole movie is like a nail biter. I really liked the scene where Jaguar was his Mm -hmm. Mayan name, given name, Mm -hmm. and he um, jumped down this cliff and he's running from the guys and jumps again and he like goes into this like mud pit. Mm-hmm. And he almost like drowns, like it's really thick, heavy mud. Mm-hmm. Looked like chocolate. It was like just thick, and like he's like trying to, and he like, pulls okay. himself through, and he gets out, and he like has now embodied the jaguar because he's mm-hmm. got like mud all over him, and he's like super animal. I really liked that that mud scene. Yeah, I forgot that one too. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to watch this movie again. Yeah. I've been talking about it so long and building up the eclipse thing for so yeah. long that I forgot every other amazing part yeah. of that movie. Yeah. Ugh, I love that fucking movie. I can't believe how underwhelmed you were. Yeah. I mean, 10 stars, a little bit of 4.5. Wow. Fuck you. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Unbelievable. Don't like my movies? Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I don't know when you're joking and when you're not, because you say you're coming to the boats and then you go to the forest. I never said I was going to the boats. <laughs> I would never say that kind of thing. True, true. Stay away from TikTok, kids. This episode was recorded in August of 2021, when Rachel had just signed up for the video-focused social network service, TikTok. Judge Julie was not pleased with this information. I want to respect your time. We're at 1.28 in the morning, and I need to respect my need for sleep. I want you to know really quick, Rachel, that I respect your movie rating. (laughs) I respect your critique. I respect you Mm. as a person, as a friend, Mm. as a space cordian. Oh, my God. That might be it. Cordians. I liked it. For at least seven months, Julie and Rachel have been trying to figure out what to call you, the listeners of Space Court. At last, in this apocalypto episode, it has been revealed. Listeners of Space Court are Space Cordians. I appreciate that, and I yeah. receive your respect. And that time I said fuck you, and also that time I said I hate you earlier off camera or off the record. I just want you to know that those come from the deepest pits of love in my soul. It's authentic. For the record, everybody. For the record, I only told Rachel I hated her because she told me that she had a big, big news or big topic and she wouldn't tell me what it was. And she actually thought it was me talking about how I witnessed a neighbor giving a carrot to my friend that was in the shape of man legs with a penis. I shouldn't say man legs. They were kind of women legs. They were carrot legs. Carrot legs with the penis. Anyone's legs could look like that, really. Anyone's legs and a penis. It's anyone's legs and a penis. Come it's claim your legs. It's clearly a penis, right? Like, there's no question about that. For sure. 100%. They don't grow them like they used to. No, they certainly do not. Almost as underwhelming as Apocalypto. <laughs> I'm sad. Can we watch it together when we're on Big Island together again? I mean, anything's possible. Maybe we could have like a Mel Gibson <laughs> marathon. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Can we dress up like various Mel Gibson movie characters? I think that would make it more fun. Yeah. Guys, hit the space line if you want to come to our Mel Gibson 
Marathon Party 707-780-2266. Space Cord. Space Cord. Bitch is an acronym for Beautiful, Intelligent, Talented, Charming, Honorable. Rachel regularly uses bitch in many ways, shapes, and forms as a way to empower people to transmute its energetic charge. This acronym, bitch, was introduced to Rachel in 2013 by the late bitch queen, Kathleen. All praise and honor to Kathleen for sharing her wisdom. After all, wisdom 